Let's go! MFG! To the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering the Trade. I'm your host, Gerald Peters. Always remember, whatever you think about comes about and whatever you focus on grows. Let's go. MFG Can you feel it? Here it comes Term pressure on the SEC in terms of the the huge run up in Bitcoin and the idea that if they don't approve this now, after all this expectation, a lot of people are going to lose their shirts in, in the Bitcoin markets. But there's also this sort of long term concern about investor protection, right? Because if you talk about people investing their retirement funds now in a Bitcoin ETF, and Bitcoin has been such a wildly volatile item uh, out there, you see these huge epic swings that you don't see in other asset classes. You talk about people maybe losing their retirement funds in the long run. So how do you balance those two things as the SEC looking at this, you know, on a Friday night in early January? Does it have the same volatility price swings as other assets? Uh Uh-huh. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, I was here. I traded. So did you. Tesla fell by what? 70%? Uh, Netflix. I could go stock after stock after stock of quality companies that have cratered in price. It doesn't have the, uh, the, <clears throat> the same risk and volatility as other assets. Have you seen bonds? Bonds are issued by the government. They are considered the highest quality of assets. Go look at the high of the TLT and the most recent low of the TLT. It looks a lot like Bitcoin's recent correction. It looks a lot like the growth correction. QQQ technology correction. So I don't know what this guy's talking about. This is the information. You, this is CNBC. You see how misleading it is. And by the way, volatility and risk are not the same thing, man. We've talked about this on my YouTube uh, videos.
Volatility is opportunity. Let's bring in an expert on this story, Jay Clayton. He's a former expert. SEC chairman and a CNBC contributor. Jay, I wanted to talk to you about this tonight because I bet Jay doesn't so, even so own much Bitcoin. Money riding on this decision today. You heard Kate talking about it. Bitcoin prices have run up in anticipation of a decision from the SEC. What now this is Jay Clayton. Jay Clayton is used to he's a former SEC chair. Makes him some sort of fucking expert on Bitcoin. I want to know from you is, do regulators feel that kind of massive market pressure in the final days of making a call like this? Uh, well, Ivan, thanks for having me on. Look, I want to I want to take my hat off to Kate. She she summarized uh, where we stand. And first thing the guy does, I didn't play it. <clears throat> Come on, first thing, got to flirt with the lady. Oh, I want to say thanks to the first thing. That's not even what they asked you, man. You're not on the show to flirt with the co-host, man. Answer the question. Incredibly well, so uh, well done. And, and to your question, um, do you think about things like an introduction of a new product or in this case, um, you know, perhaps as many as 13 new products and what that will do to trading? Well, well, of course you do. And I think that you know, we're looking at a possible approval here. I think next week, you know, makes a lot of sense from a market dynamics point of view because people are back and more people are back working. And if you're introducing a new product where there's going to be cross currents and Kate outlined some of the cross currents, it's good to have everybody back in their seats. So it seems like there's kind of short term pressure on the SEC in terms of the, the huge run up in Bitcoin and the idea that if they don't approve this now, after all this expectation, a lot of people are going to lose their shirts in, in the Bitcoin markets. But there's also this sort of your actual shirt. We're going to come take your shirt. Because right? if you talk about people investing their retirement fund, they're investing their retirement funds. Listen to what this guy does. <laughs> Don't invest all your retirement Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the largest IPO in history. 900 million. Bitcoin just IPO'd. Now, it's not really an IPO. You guys know that. But it is in a sense. It's now official. It is an asset. Now, with the money flow on my whiteboard, if you turn to page 34 of the petersreport.com, it's probably how you got here. If not, that's my newsletter. Free. If you go to the bottom of the page, click link, you can get on my email list. It's probably one of the only fucking emails you need to read, by the way. I, I write it. And Jess writes it with me. You guys don't know. You will know. We put out emails as we think they need to be written. Man. The goal is not to sell you shit. Although if you don't have my book, you should. Just go to GeraldPeters.info. But the report is my trading log. 
See, I believe it. Homework. Bible says, study to show thyself approved. I believe that you have to actually earn, deserve what you get. And you do that through work, study, discipline, patience, all the virtues you can't buy. See, a lot about becoming rich is time times amount times you. Equals money. People who don't invest, who don't who squander for whatever reason, can't get through their brain time. Time is working against you. You have limited time. Money only grows with time. Or money invested only grows with time. Three ingredients. Time times amount times yield. I got a shit ton of videos out there on this. And we got to get our money into there. Now, it, what, investing aside, as a trader, it's still time times amount times yield. Meaning time trading, that equals experience. But time to make trades. Huh? Right? And then amount, I mean, we got to grow the amount. Hopefully we have winning trades. The amount continues to grow. Plus we put money in. And yield is going to be a result of our skill. And so being an investor, being a trader, requires skill. Inside of the nine thoughts of getting rich, number one is simple, just not easy. Meaning the concepts are simple. Concepts of wealth building, time times amount times yield. It applies to both the trader and the investor. It applies to you at your job, meaning it takes time to develop skill. And through the repetition of process, repetition is the mother of skill. These are all just basic concepts and ideas. They apply to trading. They apply to investing. They apply to life, to anything, to art, skateboarding, music writing, nursing, driving, race car driving, or even being a fucking pirate or astronaut. The only way to get good is to have a repeatable process or a blueprint. And through the repetition of the skills that you generate through time, an amount may be time, may be money. Some skills are developed by putting in time. You get paid based on time. If you get paid per hour, time. Now, hopefully, see, the whole point to being an investor and in trading is not to link all of your money to your time. But now, some, some is going to be like, this is taking me time. I got to prep it. I got to write it. got to edit it. got to record it. Time. If I bring someone in to help me, that frees me up to what? Put time on something else. Now, what if I can put time on something else that pays me and on something else that pays me and that pays me and that pays me and all this time is running together. And I've talked about this on videos about vertical and horizontal income. And that's what real estate does. That's what dividend stacks do. That's like these new yield max and, and, and defiance and then closed in funds and REITs and business development companies and MLPs. They allow us to leverage ourselves into assets that begin to make money 
horizontally. We purchase them vertically. And if you think of time continuum, the idea of time, wow. And now if you add the money flow and the fractal nature of life and time, Think of the charts. Five minute, 15, 30, one day weekly. One chair, five, 10. Fractal nature of time. Applies not only in trading, but in your life. Only through time, an amount is applied, right? And only through amount and applied either money or time, do you develop skill? Skill is yield. wealth in any asset will take you time to become good as a trader takes proficiency repetition and practice I didn't start doing all of the things that I'm doing now and I realized that we're all different ages the money flow gang the money flow trading societies made up of people from teenagers to one person I know of in their 80s from different countries. And it's a basic philosophy. And I believe that over time, quality assets go up. Quality assets consist of the Dow Jones Industrial Average and it's 30 stocks, number one. Number two, the S&P 500 and it's 500 stocks. Number three, the NASDAQ, the QQQ, 100 stocks. Number four, government-issued bonds is represented by the TLT. Number five, the commodity sector is represented by the King Oil, USO. Number six is precious metals represented by the GLD. And number seven, and whose birthday it is, literally, it's birth as an official asset where all the haters can suck it. Bitcoin, baby. Bitcoin is officially, officially an asset in this country. Be traded as an ETF, it's on the futures exchange. Or you can go old school and custody it yourself on the blockchain. With a cold wallet. Through a broker. First on CNBC following that... A uh, decision that some have described as historic is SEC Chair Gary Gensler. Uh, Chair Gensler, we appreciate you being with us. 
Let me start by asking you this. Do you consider the decision uh, historic? And it appears that it's a decision that you made um, either reluctantly or perhaps even begrudgingly. Well, look, uh, Andrew, uh, this has been considered for a Uh, long uh, time, uh, uh, as you know. Speak up! uh, uh, Starting under Chair uh, Clayton, we had... Uh, disapproved a number of these over yeah, the years. Yeah, we already know what Clayton thinks. Something has changed. Uh, we already know what Clayton thinks. It's been such a wildly volatile... It's wild! Uh, ...out there. He's, these huge, epic swings. It's only up 160% the last year. People maybe losing their retirement funds. They're losing their retirements as they gain 160%. The looking at this, you know, on a Friday night in early January. Please help us talk about the SEC's role here. Tell us, Jake Clayton. Is the three things the SEC felt that they had to get right before they approve it? And you know, approval is not certain. But I've said that approval this week is not certain. But I believe approval eventually is inevitable. It feels Uh, like they have to get right. right. Yeah, it's coming. The disclosure has to be right. Okay, so that people understand what they're buying. The second thing is the underlying trading market. Oh, did they ever understand it? of of a quality that manipulation the type of um you know just bad behavior that you don't want to see in an underlying trade like we let jp morgan do or at an acceptable minimum um and then lastly and this is very important here with with the digital bad asset, behavior like the, the banks have to work Jay. the product itself the custody the create the redemption kate talked about authorized participants and the arbitrage and, and how this product actually functions that has to work. So the SEC has to have gotten comfortable that all those things are, are going to function as they should. Oh, wait. Um, you know, I've said many times when I was chair of the SEC, I was concerned about. He, Jay was concerned, but yet Bitcoin is, pup, is functioned perfectly. The SEC has not. Continue, Jay. That underlying Bitcoin trading market. So, um, yep. you know, I think we've gotten past it. On your question about investors. I rarely give investment advice. I don't know whether Bitcoin's going to be worth a lot or a little. I will say this. You don't know? This is a speculative, volatile asset. One of the founding, one of the major concepts of the money flow trading system is the idea that quality assets go up as much as 70% of the time. Buy my book, Jay. No good investment advisor or broker dealer would tell you to put a substantial portion of your investment assets into a single volatile or speculative asset. You say that, Jay, I'm sorry to interrupt. You say that, but somebody will, right? I mean, somebody out there in the financial advisory world will say. No, man, because they have a fiduciary responsibility not to do that, dummy. What? You want to make some money in your retirement funds? Get into this. It's going to expand and somebody's going to lose their shirt, right? I mean, that's just the nature of it. Just your shirt, though, not your Bitcoin. Let me just say this. I I, I would hope that no broker dealer or investment advisor registered with the SEC would tell somebody to put all their chips in the Bitcoin bank. That's why uh, Sam Bateman-Fried and FTX did not register. What's to think about Bitcoin when it first came on my radar? But unlike me, Warren Buffett was very clear on his thoughts. If you told me you owned all of the Bitcoin in the world and you offered it to me for $25, I wouldn't take it because what would I do with it? If you give me all the Bitcoin in the world for $25, I'll take it. I'll take it. Warren got that one wrong. Okay? Warren got that wrong. So did Charlie Munger.
Longtime partner Charlie Munger makes him look like some kind of Bitcoin fanatic. Well, I have a slightly different way of looking at it. In my life, I try and avoid things that are stupid, stupid, and evil, evil, and make me look bad, and make me look bad. Else. So I don't Bitcoin bank at JP Morgan. <laughs> they first started talking about Bitcoin in early 2018. Since then, Bitcoin has increased 400%. Come on, Jordan, I love you, baby, but you got it wrong. 75%. So how can Bitcoin be so bad if it's doing so well? And why do these two who are regarded as the epitome of financial wisdom... Because they're 80 fucking years old. Yeah, I say it. Be wrong. I spent the past month trying to answer this question. Your grandma doesn't understand it either. So don't fuck with Warren Buffett if you don't fuck with your grandmother. Okay? These are old people. They don't understand. You're going to be doing this too. Some of you in your 30s are laughing. I remember trying to explain to my grandmother why she should use email. Now I got people in the MFG. I need to explain why they might want to keep up with AI. Hey, kids, get off my lawn. I did not expect to find what I found. Bitcoin. All fuckers don't want to learn new shit. Human race. There is no property invented in the history of mankind. Come on, tell them, Michael. There's no intrinsic value to this asset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have the superior asset. Come on, it's Mike. going up forever, Laura. Come on. And now it is in the process of going to zero, except for Bitcoin, which will probably go negative. Dumb, I think 2025 so. is going to be the spectacular year. That's it. Come on. 300,000 for Bitcoin. I don't know about I that. I say almost with certainty that they will come to a bad ending. And that it is going to scale from... Almost without certainty. Warren, baby, come on, man. Guys, nobody knows anything, okay? All you have is your own and your own convictions. Nobody on YouTube knows. Warren Buffett's one of the smartest investors ever. He got it wrong. He's gotten, he's wrote stocks to zero. The name Warren uh, uh, Bookshire Hathaway is the stock that went to zero. It's a textile firm they bought. You've got to have your own convictions. Whenever you hear me say, fuck it, take that stock to zero. That's what it means. It means I'm in, man. You should not do that on things that could fuck you up. Meaning make your life bad. Your kids don't eat. Blows out your retirement. You can't do that. Diversity is the only free lunch. So be smart. This is what I do. I divide my money four ways, man, when it comes to the stock market. First and foremost, about 75% of all my assets are in a basic blue chip dividend portfolio. Got some closed-in funds in there, REITs, MLPs. You get it? These are assets that are just going to pay me money. And I spread my money around and shit's on sale. I watch and I do my homework every Sunday night and you see me do the board. And I mark stage threes. Stage threes where I can get money. Right now we got ETRN, AMG, Gilead, PFF. That's preferred. Uh, uh, uh. <clears throat> Sorry, choking there. Preferred notes. Closed in fund GLV USA. Pay us big fat dividends and giving us lots of opportunities to add to it. I know some of you are crying. We got in, it went down and then down. Been down for a long fucking time, and you could have added a lot of shares if you didn't because it went red. I hope you learned your lesson. Time. You make your money over time. On average, when I get good and green in the stock, I've owned it two, three years. Adding the stage two, that's not trading. This account is a dividend portfolio. 
index ETFs, etc. Buy and hold, trim where necessary. My growth stocks, I put number two. These are position trades, Ubers, Lyfts, Meta, Amazon, shit like that. Doesn't pay money to own it. I separate these. Keeps my mind clear. <clears throat> position trades, I will trim and I'll add. I will sell some. I may or may not write it down into a stage four. Just depends. But I always hold a core position, hoping for a bigger payday down the road. Example, Uber. Owned it up three years now, I guess. <clears throat> Adding on stage ones. I never sold shares. And now it's hit our target. And now that's a possibility <clears throat> of downsizing that to look for the new Uber, which could be CART, C-A-R-T. I don't know yet. We have begun adding it to our position portfolio, portfolio number two, position trades, where I hold my growth stocks. You could hold some in your dividend portfolio. That's fine. Somehow separate in your mind. I have mine separated this way. I only have three non-dividend paying stocks in my dividend portfolio. Number three, swing trades. Now, I separate my swing trades from my dividend margin account. I do a margin account. I can do all kind of crazy shit. <clears throat> so I separate that. I don't want to blow out. See? So I don't want margin on my position trades. You get what I'm saying? I could, you could get, a, if you have skills, you could on swing trades if you know how to close a trade. You are not a trader if you can't take a loss. You just simply click the button. There is no feeling involved. If you have a feeling, don't trade. Number four is a margin account. This is for the more experienced. Most people do this ass backwards because when they come into the stock market, just like I was, just like you were, they're dipshits and they don't know anything. And they always start with the most risky, hardest fucking way you possibly could do it and lose a lot of money. That is the way most people do. Few smart people who maybe have had 401ks and they saved most of their life may actually enter with a little bit more smarts. And then there's always the people that are fucking brilliant at their job. So they think that means they'll be brilliant here. And it's just not how it works. It's not fucking logic or everybody that's smart would be rich and they're not. Markets move temporarily based on fear and greed, not logic or books. Stay one this week. Oil. Got swing trades going in Gush. I got a BNB trade going on Exxon. And I'm picking up for dividends. XO. MO. New fund by Yieldmax. It's all about how I'm going. <clears throat> Ideas this week. Much of the market is still in the stage three. Watching oil. If we get a little strength, I'll probably add. I don't want to add on weakness. I want to add on some strength here. I'm looking to get long. AAPB. So 1.75% new leverage ETF to play on Apple. Consider getting in trade ideas this week. Gush, XOM, Starbucks, UAN. Growth plays I'm looking at getting more shares of. Lyft. I'm in the green. I want to add more. I want to make a lot of fucking money on Lyft. Might trim a little bit of Uber to add to Lyft. I haven't sent out many texts. There's not much to do. Everything that's happening right now, you should already know what to do. We got a new S&P 500 fund. 
take a look at that. Long time, as you know, uh, uh, starting under Chair uh, Clayton, we had uh, disapproved a number of these over the years, and something had changed. Uh, I'm a deep believer in the rule of law and a respect for the courts, and taking uh, a new court decision into consideration, uh, we move forward. I think this is the most sustainable path forward. So it appears, though, from what you're saying and, and reading through the, the decision as well, that what changed is not necessarily something inherent to crypto or Bitcoin per se, but what changed was what the courts did. Is that the way to think about this? Well, I, I, again, I mean, we do everything here at the Securities and Exchange Commission within the law and within how the courts interpret those laws. And uh, that's what the American people expect. And that's what uh, we do here. What is your message to investors about Bitcoin now? Because we're going to have all sorts of public investors now potentially have access to Bitcoin in a way that they didn't before. We were just talking uh, to Larry Fink. Uh, he said that uh, he got a, a huge wave of uh, new investors uh, getting into Bitcoin through this ETF. Uh, you have still... Uh, yeah, baby, get in! ...about it. And I, I'm trying to understand how you think about those cross currents in terms of the message you're telling investors? Well, look, uh, Bitcoin itself, we did not approve. We do not endorse. This is a product. MFG loves it. Traded product, a way uh, that investors can invest in that underlying non-security commodity called Bitcoin. But yes, investors, I think, should be uh, aware that this the underlying asset is a highly speculative, volatile asset. And uh, amongst its uh, use cases, everybody stayed with it. I'm so proud. Of so proud. This is really uh, for illicit activity, money laundering and sanctions and ransomware and the like. We can all money launder uh, that. I, I know that you've asked other people over the last few days, um, is it being used as a store of value? It's a speculative, volatile store of value. Is it being it's up used 160%. Anywhere? Are we buying cups of coffee with it? Not really. I am with it, the profits. The payment mechanism it's being used for uh, in, in sort of an, in a primary sense is illicit activity. Oh, so like J.P. Morgan. Spot on about that, Andrew. So, just uh, on that note, uh, Mr. Chairman, I, I someone. This is out. Bitcoin didn't assist Jeffrey take, Epstein, you know, man. That was on, your on friend. Whole thing, and it's kind of funny. Uh, but it, these are, I, I don't know the exact units, but if you look since 2017, what's been used to launder money, uh, 20,000 is the unit for, 20,000 is the unit for a dollar, 33 is the unit f for Bitcoin. Come on, baby! So that, that's a multiple of I don't know how much for dollars being used for money laundering yeah. versus Bitcoin. But now I could see Bitcoin Bear saying, Oh wait! Oh wait, Joe! You can't! You can't use logic on me, man. I'm the Fed chairman. You can't. 
If I say Bitcoin is being used for illegal activities, I don't need to produce evidence. This is not how this works. Really? Well, it's not even good for money laundering. Then it has zero value. I could just see that as another uh, uh, arrow in the quiver for the bear case. But it uses a lot of energy. I wanted to ask you. Uh, was this, let's take the continuum. Let's take I lost direct all poison, my savings. It went up under sixty percent. Please help Jamie me, Diamond, Charlie. Please Mung help me. Versus, we had yesterday on our Coinbase. See, yo, did you hear him? Gary, help me. I lost my shirt. I'm up one hundred sixty percent. I lost my shirt. Symphony to Bitcoin bulls, Kerrigan. Uh, so <laughs> the, the proof of yeah. work. Uh, akin to gold, every monetary aspect we've had for thousands of years is represented perfectly. And, and Tom Lee, there's never been a mistake on the blockchain. Oh, come uh, on, oh, oh, oh. you, you, you understand it. You taught at MIT. Oh, shit. which is it? Is it a beanie baby in your view, or is it something you that has MIT, inherent value that's going to be it? part of the financial system? Decades from now. You can go to MIT and still be a dipshit. Which is it? Look, there Come on, Gary. No doubt there are innovations within this field and those innovations which I taught. Wow, it's just hard to hear. Let me clear my mind for just a second. Hold on. Let me clear. Oh, jeez. Oh, there we go. Much better. Hey, man. Congratulations to everybody that held on to Bitcoin. I am so proud of you. Owen has promoted it more than me. I got two subpoenas last year. Come on, baby. Lock me up from putting 160% profit in their pocket. That'll be the first. They say, what you in prison for? I got a bunch of people in Bitcoin. And then it went up 160%. I know. That's where we're at. Didn't you hear the Fed chairman? Joe, don't tell me about no logic, man. We're not into that game right now. We're trying to protect the walls of the, the, uh, the, the, the gatekeepers. This puts power in the hands of people. Could free third world countries. That's what people don't understand because you live here and you're soft. Everything's expected. Everybody sits right, ah, what about me? Ah. There's people right now into the Ukraine have the shit bombed out of them. And if you had all your money in Bitcoin or a way to get your money out of the country in an emergency, it could be used for that. You're like, what if it goes down? Well, it'd be better to go down a little bit and get the fuck out, wouldn't it? With all your money. Because if you have it on you, they might take it off you. And so it opens up freedom to people who don't have it right now, who don't have it like us. <clears throat> I said this two years ago, one of the greatest gifts you could give to humanity is instead of donating money to stupid charities, donate money to Bitcoin. Yes, by being a Bitcoin holder, you limit the supply, thereby increasing the value. So donate to Bitcoin instead of people who are just going to waste your money. And what you're providing is a system and a platform not unlike Google or Amazon or Netflix. See, the value of Bitcoin is the network and the li limited digital scarcity. They can't be changed.
And that's an asset, much like a bond, TLT. Number four, much like oil, the USO. And so right now, the number one spot is the S&P 500. Bitcoin, by the way, is in the number five spot. You might be surprised, but I got Q's at number two. Anyway, that's it for this week, man. I'm very, very, very proud of Bitcoin. Had a lot of times. I may keep this going, man. I may stay on my Bitcoin message. I got a little sidetracked. I need to edit this. I want to get it out. Go look at the uh, newsletter at petersport.com. I got the homework up. Got a few BNB trades, BM, uh, BMY, PFE, MPW, XOM, Hasbro, HOS is back on the list in UAN. A couple trade ideas on there, keeping an eye on oil. Bunch of shit you could trim. Little bit of stuff on sale, but there is stuff on sale, man. A lot of stage ones over there. Pepsi, MO, Exxon. You ain't got to buy a bunch, but buy some, man. Come on, man. God bless. Hey, thanks for listening, man, to the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Master and Trade. Me, your host, Gerald Peters. Just having a little fun tonight, trying to kick up the energies and get into this new year, man. Stay excited. Don't let, don't let it steal your focus, man. I love you guys. Stay on track. Keep it going. Let's grind, man. Let's get it. Get this money. Come on.